You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. 11.04, just uh, trying to get uh, the finishing touches to our connection with uh, Andrew Voss uh, out of uh, Sydney, of course. Uh, so let's uh, just go through uh, some of those late results from uh, yesterday in particular. The Eels getting up 26-20 over the Dragons uh, and uh, the Raiders 22-18 uh, over the West Tigers, who, of course, are the Warriors' next uh, opponent in uh, Hamilton. Uh, table looks like uh, this is the top uh, seven... Uh, the Panthers 36, the Broncos 36, the Warriors 32, Storm 30, Raiders 30, Sharks 28, Knights 27, which leaves uh, three teams, uh, the Rabbitohs, the Eels and the Cowboys uh, fighting like hell for that eighth place at the moment and um, still a possibility that some of the others uh, might make a mark in this version of the uh, NRL, but uh, the Warriors, yeah, it wasn't uh, absolutely pretty, wasn't it? Some uh, even might say it was ugly, but they weren't winning ugly last year. Um, they were losing ugly last year. So when it, uh, it's not going picture perfect and you can still get up and win, uh, I think that's a pretty good sign. Uh, so 28-18 over the Titans. Um, yeah, uh, it was it was a, a pretty, uh, I think, a, a fascinating game. It told me quite a lot about the Warriors, actually. Um, I, I know they're a brilliant side at times, and I know they're a, you know they're a much much better side. But when they're winning games like that, uh, that's the kind of uh, pressure you need to come from uh, a situation where you're not dominating, but still get up and win. So uh, very pleased to say that uh, Vossi's joined us now uh, to talk about uh, the round that was. Uh, and Vossi, yeah, it was great to hear you calling a Warriors game. Actually, it's been a little while. And uh, what did you make of that performance uh, with that uh, that win? Uh, 28-18 over the Titans. Yeah, good morning, everyone. Sorry, a little delayed there. Um, yeah, no, really, I was still very impressed. It was certainly not a great performance, but the fact is the Warriors don't float in and out of games. They've learned how to win. I mean, they're a good side, so they know how to get the job done. Everything has to be kept with the context of Mo Fodawaka set off in the 17th minute, quite obviously. I think you're selling the Titans short if you said the Warriors were off their game because the Titans were told men were very good, very good. Played really tough, the Titans. So, um, you know, again, good performance Warriors, not great performance, but know how to win. Sean Johnson, the marvel, two tries, four goals, all of that. Finished off the game strongly. It was 18 all with 15 to go. Um, move on to next week. Move on to the fact that, you know, three of the last four games are in New Zealand. How good's that? Yeah, we're really looking forward to the last... Uh, they've done the hard work. It's now a case of putting uh, the proverbial on top of the cake. And, and if they can do that, they can finish in an unlikely top four position, which gives all sorts of uh, pluses. Well, the fact that a, a finals match would be played in New Zealand and Mount Smart Stadium, of course, is, is the home. Um, but... But do you even contemplate going to somewhere bigger if you could? Would, 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 it even, would it even be thought of to go to Eden Park? Or no, that, that's not it. It's seen as no must play at our home because I just feel as if 
Warriors make um, the, the finals, as they will. They're definitely going to make the finals. But if they make the top four, I think they deserve to have as many people as possible watching them live in the flesh uh, because it could be a... You know, one of the biggest nights for New Zealand Rugby League. You know, we're going back to the blackout night. You know, we're going back mm. well over a decade. You know, it's um, it's going to be a huge night. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Four rounds to play. But the Warriors deserve to be where they are on the ladder. And I think they can still improve a little more, which is scary for some of the other teams, I reckon, who are definitely not improving. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you. Uh, sides that are showing the signs of uh, knowing what it takes to win at this uh, level and this stage of the competition, of course. Uh, two of them went head-to-head, and the Panthers uh, dominating 26-6 over the Storm. Too good, aren't they? Just too good. I had a friend text me after the game, said they're going to win five or six in a row. Um, not just not just the two and, and potentially the third one, but their defensive systems are so good. It doesn't matter who's in the side. The other night they put Zach Hosking out in the centres. Now, Zach Hosking came to Penrith having played four games of first grade, you know, the Broncos. Um and Zach Hosking, with one off-season at Penrith and into their systems, he looked like a fantastic centre. He's a back rower playing out in the centres, did everything right. Um, Their big match players play nine out of ten games in every big match, Smithy. Maybe nine out of ten over top. They play no less than eight out of ten. You know what I mean? They, they all perform and everyone comes with them. So you Cleary, Luai, Fisher-Harris is outstanding. Moses Liotta, they just do their... Dylan Edwards, they never have less than 8 out of 10 games. So, you know, they don't beat themselves, Penrith, and, and you've got to find a way to beat with them. Beat them. You can't play the same game as them to beat them because they do it too well. So, you know, we, we should be acknowledging the fact that we are in an era of a, of a champion side that, you know, maybe by the end of this season, next season, we'll be saying, well, are they one of the best of the last 30 or 40 years. Maybe we're already having that conversation, Smithy. Wow, that is high praise indeed. Uh, but, yeah, you're right. It's, that's not particularly out of the question at all. Uh, what does it say uh, about the Storm, who sit currently in fourth, um, just ahead of the Raiders on points difference? Well, straight away, it's no Jerome Hughes in the match. So would they have gone better? Yes, they would. Would they have won? I'm saying no. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen made his comeback for our listeners who are unaware in the Queensland Cup, the second tier on the weekend, played half a game. Um, it'll be a softly, softly approach, I think, for Ryan Pappenhausen. Speaking to Cameron Smith on our program here this morning with uh, Greg Alexander, uh, it was thought that he'll get at least two games playing at that level and then maybe introduce but a spot in the starting side in the Melbourne team unlikely. But look, if they can get him back... It has to improve, you know, if he, he takes a bench spot. But I don't have Melbourne um, on the same rung of the ladder as Penrith. At the moment, it'd have to be Penrith first, then a space, and the others competing. The Broncos are getting better. The Warriors are getting better, but they're not at Penrith level yet. And then I've got the Storm and, and teams that just have got massive question marks against them. The Rabbitohs, capable, but where's their best? Um, the Eels, capable, where's their best? The Cowboys, I thought, were on a roll, lose their last two. So, you know, it's Penrith now, Space, Broncos, Warriors, Storm, and, and the rest. And, you know, the Sharks only had their first win in a month the other day, and Newcastle have won five in a row. So very open from the top, from the top down, really. Uh, and a particular interest to us, of course, trying to stay inside the top 
uh, for is the performance now of the Raiders, who are a threat to us in that regard. Um, mm. Getting up 22-18 over the Tigers. Their for and against is poor, though. So there's no way if the Raiders finish level on points with anyone in that top four that they're going to, you know, they'll be the team below. They've, they're a minus differential, which sort of belies where they sit on the ladder. Corey Parker was another guest of our program this morning. Broncos, great. He made the prediction Raiders won't win another game this year. He has them going 0-4 and four for the last four weeks, oh. which includes a game against the Bulldogs. So a lot of people not overly impressed with Canberra. You know, embarrassed at home by Newcastle two weeks ago. Scrape home against the Tigers. For the Raiders, the good point is they've accumulated the points earlier in the season. So, you know, I'd rather be in the Raiders' position playing not so good, but I'm sitting on 30 points than being the Eels, Cowboys, Sea Eagles or Roosters all out of the eight on 26 and less. Broncos uh, winning the, the, the Brattle of the North and uh, in pretty emphatic fashion as well. And uh, you've got to be thinking at this stage, it's it's a battle, uh, a battle in two. We're optimistic here, obviously, but Broncos, tough, tough to crack. Yeah, get, and getting better. And and the the big credit in this performance, Smithy, is they did it without Adam Reynolds. So they lose their general, their captain, their goal kicker, their, you know, their general uh, kicking game master. He doesn't play, and they virtually don't miss a beat. And players who are young in years but are getting big match experience, like Walsh and Ezra Mam, step up to the plate. I thought Ezra Mam was fantastic the other day. I mean, he's a he's a talented mm. player. But to perform without Reynolds there, that's that's a great sign of a team still improving. So where the Broncos land in four, five, six, seven weeks' time is going to be really exciting to watch. Um, where they fell in a heap last year, I can't see it happening this season. I think they're getting better. Not at Penrith level yet, albeit they're level on points. Um, but uh, getting better, not sure where they're going to finish. Broncos are a genuine contender. Okay, uh, we're looking at the, the Rabbitohs, the Eels, the Cowboys looking uh, and desperately trying to claw their way into uh, the, the top eight as uh, such. Uh, do you have a favourite in uh, that bracket? <laughs> uh, they're, they're testing your faith, all of them. Um, I had, mm. as recent as a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, we had the yes-no-maybe game on our program, Smithy, where you had to say, yes, they can win the comp, no, they definitely can't. Maybe, you know, you're giving a bit of ground. I had yeses next to all three of the sides, Rabbitohs, Eels, Cowboys. They said, look, they play their best. I think they can win the comp. Well, where is their best? The Rabbitohs' defence has gone to the dogs. Um, Parramatta's all over the place, you know, led 10-0, trail 2010 against the Dragons, second last place. And the Cowboys had all that momentum and then lose back-to-back, including against an understrength Brisbane. So, I don't know, Smithy, you asked for some sort of expert analysis or prediction, but I really don't know. I mean, mm. you know, there's a chance all three could miss. I mean, South's draw is pretty good. You'd, you'd expect them to make it, but parramatta has got a hard draw. Um, so, you know, I'm not locking in any one of the three now for the eight, let alone starting talking about winning the comp. That's how tight it is. Uh, Tom's just come in with a pretty good text, actually, while uh, you've been uh, talking to us, uh, Vossi, and just saying, is it 
any coincidence now, coincidence when you look at the top three of which we're one of them. Um, Webster, of course, Andrew Webster's come from underneath Ivan Cleary. So not only are they producing the players on a regular basis, it's the coaching structure, it seems, which is pretty solid. Uh, yes and no. I suppose there'll be a Bulldogs fan listing right now and saying, well, we've got Cameron Serraldo, and then there'll be a Parramatta fan saying, well, we've got Trent Barrett. They've all been, they've all been part of the system. But Andrew Webster is a, is a man's man, I mean, he's, and he's his own man. And every interview that probably you've done, Smithy, or that we've done, he just comes across so impressive. He, he has an idea of what he wanted from the Warriors. This is the way we're going to play. This is the team that we want to become, and this is the team they have become. Um... You know, it's not the it's not the Warriors of O two offloading and, and playing dazzling football. It's just a really good football side that um, you know, pretty hard to chase down the way they play. There's none of these you know, lead by eighteen in the last fifteen minutes and, and lose these days from the Warriors. So he, uh it was only last year, wasn't it? The Warriors came up against 12 men and, and couldn't get the job done. Was it against Cronulla? Mm. I just, I'm just mm. testing my memory, and they played some, some pretty ordinary football and, and couldn't win. But, no, that, that's far removed. This is a good side, good coach, and, um, and multiple leaders on the field. You know, Johnson, uh, Harris, yeah. you know, they're leaders. They're leaders. They don't all have to have their C next to their name. They're just they're playing like leaders. Yeah, and still uh, no sign of uh, Roger Tuovasashek playing anything on uh, this side of uh, the ditch. Uh, and all, and all, I hear he was in Sydney at the weekend. Uh, that's the, the vibe we're hearing. But we'd love to see him at some point. Where they fit him in, do not know. I mean, have you got any thoughts there? They've signed, re-signed Pompey. Um, they look pretty, pretty Berry, of course, Rocco Berry. They look pretty solid mm. in the centres. Of course, nickel clocks dead at the back. Undeniable how good uh, Tuovasashek is, but... Well, an old coach told me you can never have enough good players, and when you've got lots of good players, you find positions for them. Um, I remember Bob Fulton back in the day in charge of the Australian side. He just wrote down, you know, his best backs and found positions for them. So if that meant, you know, Andrew Eddinghausen, you know, legendary club centre, had to play on the wing, he played on the wing. You know, that's how it how it worked. And um, they, they will find they'll find spots. It's it's all good there for the Warriors, isn't it? Just nice to be talking so positively about mm. the Warriors talking about playing in New Zealand. It's like COVID is so far in the rearview mirror, even though it's among us. But what we went through, the sacrifice and all that is just is just gone. And the Warriors on the other side of it, just just fantastic. Um, it's it's great for the club, and but it's great for the code. It's great for the code in New Zealand. They, they deserve more than just what they get at club level, the Warriors, for what they've done through COVID and now on the other mm. side of COVID. Yeah, look, I, I totally agree. I mean, I mean I'm not, so, not going to say that we're complacent, but we're getting used to it. I mean, and, oh, we would never be in a position to think we would be talking so positively <laughs> week after yeah. week. About 12 yeah. months ago, it was a rabble that didn't want to even be out there, opposed, uh, supposedly from a, a number of coaches. Right. Uh, let us, uh, uh, in fact, just before we leave the league, uh, Pentra 220 to win the comp, Broncos 375, Storm 7 bucks. That's our market. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Well, I have, you know, Broncos. Uh, you know, as a as a real contender, I say the Storm. That's probably reflected. That's a fair reflection. Their price might even have them a point or two further out. But it's Penrith's competition almost to lose, Smithy. That's how good they're going, right. because the best defence in the league. Even though they had change of personnel, we didn't think they'd be as good without Kickow and Coruscant. They lose them. 
but the defence is exactly the same and the defence is standing up in every big game they play. Sure, they've lost a few matches along the way here and there, um, but Penrith's defence makes it very hard to beat and, of course, they've got the attacking you know, potential to score 20-plus points every game. So, yeah, that's a pretty basic formula for, mm. for continued success, isn't it? If you're hard to score against and you score 20-plus, that's going to get you a lot of wins. How much of your show this morning was dedicated towards the Matildas and how big a night tonight is this? Well, it's a fair bit. I mean, we're just we're just getting used to winning World Cups with the you know World Test champions in the cricket, the Rugby League World Cup, the Netball World Cup this morning, um, and, and now the Matildas. Can they keep on this role? It is quite incredible. The crowds, honestly. Um, yesterday in Sydney, you know, another forty thousand at a game not involving Australia. It's been extraordinary. And you experienced it there in New Zealand. Um, for a lot of people, they've never been to a football game. You know, a lot of people going to watch the Matildas have never never entered their head to go to an A-League game, you know, mm. and they haven't caught the Socceroos, but they're experiencing this and loving it. Uh, it is a juggernaut, the tournament. <laughs> Let's hope that the Matildas go one more. We have the race that stops a nation. We now have a, have a sporting game that stops a nation. Tonight comes to a standstill when the Matildas play mm. Denmark, and if they win that... Even more people will watch the following. Like, the whole country will be watching if they make it all the way through to the final. I think, I think it's been one of the great um, sporting stories of the last decade on both sides of the Tasman, to be perfectly honest. I think it's just been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Bossy, uh, as have you been as well, uh, we look forward to your calls next uh, weekend um, as we get uh, a little bit more decisive about the final, uh, the top eight, but... Uh, thanks for your time this morning, mate. Always appreciate it. Really is. No problem. Thanks for the feedback, too, from um, New Zealand viewers watching the coverage the other day. No, I love – it was love to just wind back the clock and see Johnson at his best, too. I mean, by G, Daryl Halligan and I had some great times calling SJ there a, a number of years ago. But, um, no, I, I'm on the Warriors bandwagon, and you know what? They can handle it. They can handle – as many people who want to hop on, the Warriors can handle it. They're a good side. Good on you, Vossi. Pleasure to talk to you. Have a great week, mate.